Welcome back, sporting fans, to another spectacular episode of the Paint the Wall podcast. I, of course, am your host, Steve, and I am joined today by a man whose voice can only be heard by mice. You all know him as Logan. Well, you know what that makes all y'all? That makes you a mouse. And as you heard, that was Logan's voice, which means that he's back this week. Hey. Welcome back, sir. Glad to hear Thanks. you are and see you are feeling better. Uh, better. Definitely not 100%. It's uh, whatever this is. is gnarly. Well, I'll take better. Uh, hope we'll yeah. go for 100% next week. Uh, oh, nice of too. you to join us on our first winning podcast we get to do. Kind of nice that we get to do one here. Let's dive right in. We, of course, beat Seattle 2-1. to in Seattle, kind of a shocking win, I think. But uh, mm. go ahead and give me your opening thoughts, Logan. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, a win's a win. Um, I am never going to turn that down. Now, uh, I mean, and it was even the way we did it. And it's one of those where, you know, I even texted you in the match. I'm like, I can't tell if we're doing something right or if Seattle's just done something horrifically wrong. Because it looked like this is the offense we should have had all season. Um, now granted players being out, you know, injuries kind of affected that, but at the end of the day, this really should have been how our offense has been working all season and should be working going forward. Um, and I don't know if there was a combination of things, if it, if it was a combination of, of we looked good and they looked bad. Um, you could tell clearly in the second half that they turned it up a notch and they looked much better in the second half, especially defensively. Um, I say defensively because we they they didn't really have to defend much. We really didn't do a whole lot offensively in the second half. What we did worked, and I don't know. There's there's a lot that goes into it, but I, I, I really good performance. I mean, a good offense, you know, solid defense, especially some young additions that showed up. Uh, Jake Davis looked incredible. I mean, if it wasn't for Eric Tommy looking better, I think Jake Davis you know, would be man of the match. Obviously, Tommy getting the the uh, uh, team of the week uh, for his performance in the game. But great performance all around. I mean, a win's a win. I'll take it any day of the week. Yeah, I agree. I will also take a win any day of the week. Um, I'm not sure. I, I get what you're saying about uh, this is what our team should have looked like all year. I think it would have been impossible for us to look like this all year because – we didn't have half the players until recently. Well, um, yeah, Gotti you being know what I mean. this match. So, yeah. um, I think this is what this is the team that this is how we expected the team to look. We just thought it wouldn't take this long to get here, um, and probably didn't think that Gotti was going to be such a key in that, uh, which apparently he is. Um, mm. I'm not sure I agree, but continue. Well, uh, he this was his first start and our first uh-huh. win, so that speaks for in that speaks enough for me. Mm, I would um, like to see many more games before I jump to that conclusion. That's true. Um, I think Gotti and Tommy in that combo uh, looked really good. Uh, mm-hmm. They were pulling defenders away from each other and opened mm-hmm. up space for both of them, which eventually led to uh, Tommy getting a goal as well. Right. Um, so I I think I think that combo was great. Um, mm-hmm. I know in the second half we saw Felipe come in for Gotti um, at halftime. Yep. Um that that was nice to see. I'm I'm glad Felipe seems to be sliding in. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks that he just looks faster and you know like a better more a- offensive attacking midfielder 
and I don't want to see Roger in those situations. So I'm glad that we didn't, in fact, see Roger and we saw Felipe there yeah, um, in that situation. Um, but I agree with you. Jake Davis looked really, really, really good. Yep. Um, I am quite impressed with him uh, mm-hmm. and the way he's been able to slide in for Zussi and the way he plays very similarly to Zussi. Um, able to push that ball up the wings, and he just seems to always be in the right spot. Um, mm-hmm. So that I think that has positive vibes going forward for sure. Yeah. Especially, I mean, especially in an unfamiliar position. I mean, we've seen him in right back before, but not unfamiliar, but n- not his natural position. Um, being a midfielder, being able to slide back into that defense and r- do it really well, um, that's that speaks volumes to his soccer IQ and his ability to transform. Where he's yeah, at. he he ain't a midfielder no mo. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Um, another player that I think uh, needs to be shouted out, Remy Voltaire, uh, had another incredible game. He was playing really good defense. He just kept uh, sliding back on defense and just seemed to always be, you know, right there when we needed him there. So yeah. he had another great game. Yep. Um, I didn't really have too many negatives really from this game. The one that I definitely typed down that I noticed is uh, Johnny. His corner kicks are awful. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know why Tommy stopped taking corner kicks. If it's maybe just because he's a little bit taller than Johnny, which I don't think he's that much taller. Um, but I I always liked Tommy's corner kicks. Um, I agree. I also loved his slow walk. To I don't know why. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> um, but Johnny's corner kicks, especially this game, just looked yeah. awful. They were they were terrible. They were always front post and pretty much right at Seattle. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, those can lead to goals. You know, we had eight right. corner kicks in the game. So. Well, and somebody called it out earlier this season in Reddit, and the more I think about it, the more I kind of agree. Um, when was the last time we scored a? Uh, a set piece goal with the exception of um, uh, like the taker putting it in the box. So, I mean, corner kick goal, free kick goal, aside from, you know, Johnny stepping up and just putting it in the goal. When was the last time you remember seeing a set piece goal? Because it, it doesn't feel like it happens very often. Uh, three games ago when we played the New England revolution and scored on a set piece. Oh, that was stupid. Free kick. No, that was t- that was garbage defense. It wasn't us doing. Oh, anything. okay. So when is the last time that we scored from a set piece, aside from the last time that we scored on a set piece? I don't know why you have to take everything so literal. <laughs> the point is, is we just don't seem to do well off of set pieces, and I don't know if that's down to our takers, if that's the plays that they're drawing up, if it's, I don't know what it is, but it just seems that we've never really had success there recently and that used to be something we were good at even johnny because i mean before tommy showed up johnny took all our our corners and um free kicks and everything and so the fact that he's so bad at it now i don't know what's going on it's it's a weird thing to see well i think first of all it's important to establish that we're talking about two different things corner kicks and like set piece free kicks are two totally different things i would disagree they're set pieces they are, but they're completely different things. Because first of all, you can't take a shot from a corner kick. I mean, you can, but you don't. That's a ball in the box. Right. John Johnny always specialized, and I even hate to say specialized, because in reality, he's only scored a couple goals from a free kick. He just right. did them in like back-to-back-to-back games. So we were right. like, oh, this is a cool thing that he's been doing. Um, but 
it's a completely different mindset and a completely different tactic that you go into with well, because you're set up from a different position uh-huh. and the if de- you're, defense is different and and right. you have the option of the kick taker just blasting it and taking it taking a shot. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I, I I don't really ever remember, and I could be wrong, hundred percent, but I don't really ever remember being all that good at those. I I don't remember that ever being a specialty of ours. I seem to remember always thinking like, oh, good a corner kick. We're probably not going to score here. <laughs> And like we would get a couple here and there, but it wasn't like a, oh we're a we're a set piece or a corner kick team. Like I've j- I guess I've just never really felt like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be. Very likely could be. I did obviously didn't look this up beforehand, but right. Um, but um, I don't know. I mean, that is something that I think we need to try to look at getting better at um, and yeah. getting better service in. Um, I would agree. I don't um, know. No, I just feel like, and I, I may be misremembering, I feel like in the 2018 season, um, whenever we went to the Western Conference Finals, that we like led the league in set pieces that season. Um, but I mean, I could be wrong. I'm trying to find something quick and easy, and I'm, I'm not. But um, anyway, I don't know. It's definitely something we need to be better at. And I agree. I don't know why Johnny was taking them and why Tommy stopped because Tommy is clearly much better than Johnny at corners and most free kicks if it's not a direct shot on goal, which is I mean, why you see Tommy and Johnny both standing over the ball so often on those close free kicks. Yeah. I uh, I don't know, but I mean, I guess it didn't really have a, that much of an impact. I mean, I guess I hesitate to say that. We had eight corner kicks and we easily could have had more goals if we had better yeah. service into the box, but we did right. get the win, so essentially we look at it and it's like, man, who cares? But it is our first win, so yep. you know I you know we could go back and look. I wonder how many how many corner kicks have we had this year that were poor service from anybody or from jo- from Johnny specifically that you know yeah. maybe could be leading to more goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any any other thoughts you had from this game specifically um, other than uh, yeah we won. So I just <laughs> wanted to point that out again. Yeah, no, we won. Um, no, I mean the only takeaway I take from it is that the the week after the Vermies out chant, we uh we won a game. So clearly it's working. So I mean, keep chanting it, right? <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> if you want to, I guess. Um, I did I did see a post on Reddit, and again, this is the internet. Take it from what you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, but I did see somebody post on Reddit that they they know Peter through various connections, and that the chant did the message that was sent did have an impact on him both personally and in his decision making as well as it had an impact to the ownership um and so it did make a difference i mean it it hit deep in in some people and showed you know some big stuff as well as the letter that the cauldron sent out so you know i i think it it potentially made a difference again take everything with a grain of salt you read but that's what i saw posted on the internet so sure 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 um I want to touch on a few things you just said, uh, but it does sure. go away from this match. So let's uh, we'll finish out this match with our okay. MVP and MVP, and then we'll yeah. swing back to those before we move on to the rest of the league. So uh, hit me with your MVP. Who's your MVP for um, the game? My MVP, um, I give it to Davis. Uh, again, just looked really, really good. Uh, he made some really strong plays. He, he was where he needed to be, um, and he was going up against some tough, tough offense and some speed. Um, and so for him to be able to hold hold strong, not let up any stupid plays, um, and just be where he needed to be. It was good to see. Not who I thought you were going to pick. Yeah, uh, I know. 
I wrote down Jake Davis as my MVP because I assumed you were going to pick Eric Tommy. <laughs> um, so I guess, honestly, I'll go with Eric Tommy because I sure. feel like he, he deserves the love of at least one of us picking him. Uh, that's fair. Um, though, But, yeah, Jake Davis was going to be mine. I agree with everything you said. But Tommy also had a great game, finally gets a yep. goal. Um, I don't remember if he got an assist um, on that first one or not. Um, I don't. It I was know a- he. I know he kind of touched it to him a little bit, but I don't know if they yeah. credit him with an assist on that or not. It's one um, of those looking. He did get an plays. assist. He had a goal and an assist in this game. Okay, so yeah, uh, they did give sense. him both. So that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, one of us has to pick Eric Tommy. He deserves it. Yeah, that's um, fair. So, all right, this one was a little harder for me. Maybe, maybe a little difficult for you too. But who's your not MVP? Mine was not actually difficult. Um, Daniel Shallowy again. Um, he's gotten that uh, award a few times for me this season. Um, he just isn't looking like himself. Uh, I mean, even the commentators were, were talking about how he's, um, he hasn't looked like himself this season and you know, this game was no exception. Um, he just hasn't been in the places that he needs to be. Um, and he's just, he doesn't know what to do with the ball when he gets it. Um, and we see some flashes, we see some moments where he gets some really good breaks and he runs off, but he's just not doing what he needs to do and it's it's concerning to see at this point when we're this far along and he still looks as bad as he does every other player seems to have flashes where you know they have some games where they still look like themselves and even though the team results not there the player impact is is evident for him we just haven't really seen much of that this season so concerning for me but again i mean i think it's just another one for shallowy I could agree with that. That's that, not who I picked, but I could agree he has looked he has looked shaky. Um, I think in this particular game, he was going against up against Alex Roldan a lot of the game. Sure. Um, and that I mean, that's hard to. He's really yeah. good, so yes. you do have to yes. kind of look who he's up against all the time. So, um, and he had I mean he had he had a shot and a shot on target. Uh, this game so he you know not that that it's only one shot but at the same time he's had several games where he hasn't done literally anything so <laughs> yeah um but my mvp uh i had a little bit harder time because i didn't want to be too picky uh i went with the ref uh simply just because he didn't blow the whistle at the end and he was really really trying to give skc fans a heart attack Ooh, that was um, and it's like you know we have enough trouble <laughs> and we have a history of giving up points at yeah. the at the you know, right at right at the end of games, mm-hmm. so he didn't blow that whistle yeah. uh, for a couple minutes there, and at least the last like thirty seconds, I was like, "What do we do?" <laughs> like we had we had all, but but at the same time, Johnny tried to dribble that ball up instead of just kicking it absolutely as hard as he could down the field. Right, and I was like, "Johnny, just boot, just boot it, just but what do you just boot it?" And then they stole it yeah. and attacked again, and the ref was like, "Well, I got to let this play out," and I'm like, "No." Yeah. Well, and I do think uh, it's funny because you you and I are texting as we always do, um, and. And whenever Johnny got his yellow card, you said, that's a yellow card I'll take all day long. And I agreed with you. And then once Seattle was pushing up, I realized the only reason we're we're playing right now is because Johnny got a yellow card. Yeah, I, um, had the, I had the same thought. I was like, <laughs> I'll take that yellow card because he's just wasted time. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, well, they are going to put that time back. Oh, and now we're yeah. still playing. And now we're yeah. still playing. But then it shifted into, okay, that time has been put back. Right. It was like It was only like 10 seconds. It wasn't a minute and a half. Yeah. So it's it, like, okay, come on, blow the whistle. But <laughs> yeah, you no, know. it definitely I mean, yeah, it definitely went longer than it should have, that's for sure. Well. All right. I think that kind of uh wraps up that game at least sure. uh for a little yeah. bit. Um the only other thing uh that I want like I said, I want to double back to, I want to ask yeah. you about your opinions. Yep. Uh you mentioned it on the letter from the cauldron that was written 
Okay. Um, I thought about reading it, but more I look over it, it's a little bit too long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Yeah. I think most people listening probably saw it. So what are your yeah. thoughts? If you if you didn't go on Facebook. I thought it was very well written, honestly. Um, I know there was a lot of criticism on it, um, but I fully stood by what the letter said, especially because they didn't harp on on-field performance. As pitiful as that's been last season and this season, um, they did not harp on the on-field performance. They did say that. They did mention that you know the on-field performance is unacceptable. But the overall fan experience, the overall you know, performance, the... Um, just everything about the club, the stadium, the, um, I mean, down to the concession, the, you know, the entertaining value, the everything you get whenever you buy a ticket, you're not getting whenever you go to the club. It's evident that the people that care about the club aren't caring enough about the fan experience and they're caring more about the money. Um, all they care about is selling tickets. They don't care about anything else. Um, they know that this is a dedicated fan base, so they can just sell tickets and people will show up because we want to be here and support our team. But they're not doing anything else to support that fan experience. All they're doing is raising ticket prices and redoing the UMB Field Club, and they're not redoing the cauldron. They're not adding more seating. They're not giving us better food options. They're not doing the things that matter to the fans the true dedicated fans that go every game, all they're doing is putting benefits to the the heavy pockets that go into the UMP club. And that's the kind of stuff that drives me insane. Um, that along with the, you know, the field performance that they mentioned, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was very well done. So there's my thoughts. So when I first saw this letter, mm-hmm. my initial th- I kind of have two different waves of thinking when it comes to this letter. My initial thought when I saw this letter was, "Oh, cool. We wrote a letter that no one's ever going to read or respond to." Um, yeah. And I will say, so far, I'm right. <laughs> so well, far, so, nobody has responded to it. And right. to my knowledge, I mean, maybe they read it. Who knows? How would we know? We have no, no idea I, if anybody I guarantee read you they read it. I'm like sure the, they did. but um, The news know. outlets did pick it up. Um, several of the local news stations did report on it. So. Sure, sure, sure. Just saying. Um, I'm, I'm sure the higher-ups, you know, the powers that be did read it but will but will we ever know for sure that they read it i don't think so personally i think no. they would have responded already if they were going to yeah um now the so that's my thought on the letter as a whole i was okay. like cool we wrote a letter they're never going to read it they're never going to say anything and sure sure shit they haven't said anything and probably <laughs> won't yeah so will it do anything no probably not um now the content in the letter Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said. I'm very happy that they weren't just like, hey, we suck, we haven't won, fix it. Yeah. Which is what they could have said. Um, they laid out a lot of different things aside from, and in fact, like you said, they mentioned on-field play and then very quickly moved away from it. And I liked yeah. that they did that. They were like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not just the fact that we haven't won a game. Right. You know, and I think it kind of made it, I don't, I don't remember exactly if they said it, I don't think they did, but it made it a little more obvious that it was like, hey, if you guys took a second to care about all these other things, we would be less angry that we haven't won yet this exactly. year. Because it would be like our at least our club still cares about us. You know, they upgrade our stuff. You know, yeah. we're not we're not paying more and more and more and more all the time and getting less and less and less and less. Exactly. Yeah, we're not winning, but at least we still love this club and we love coming out here and supporting as best as we can. Yep. So, totally agree. I think the content of the letter was great. I don't think it's going to do anything. I feel like it would have already if it was going to. I know Galaxy fans did the same thing. Mm. They wrote a very similar letter, 
And their president responded. <laughs> their oh, president of their club responded, and he said, "If we don't make the playoffs by the by the if we don't make the playoffs this year, I will retire or I will resign." Hey, take notes, Jake. David, so, or Jake Reed. I mean, we'll see if he actually does, because you know we'll see what happens at the end if they don't make the playoffs. But if yeah. you know that'll that'll really determine if he actually meant it or not. But sure. But I still give him credit even for responding. Our higher yeah. ups. Probably did. it'd be hard to say that they didn't see it and read the letter, yeah, because of how many people, how much it was going around and stuff like that. But For they sure. didn't say anything, and that speaks volumes. So it it absolutely does. The lack of response speaks volumes. That is that is for sure. So I guess those are kind of my thoughts. I hope something happens. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, we got a win. I think that helps mm-hmm. um, with the way this club works. Getting a win probably saved Peter's job. Probably at least till the summer window. <laughs> Unless we just go on a crazy streak of losing, then yeah. you get one win. He's like, "All right, I'm probably good." <laughs> and sad part is, he's probably right. So yeah, probably. Um, all right. Well, unless you've got anything else that you want to touch on, um, the uh, we can move on to the best of the rest here. For sure. Uh, what do you got? Um, yeah, I mean, some a couple very very interesting matches. Um, I think game of the week was. There's a couple good ones, but I think the Charlotte-New York City game, the NYCFC, was a very, very good match. 3-2 to two at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Um, really tight match there. Um, Miami-Atlanta um, in Miami, another really, really close one. Miami won 2-1 to one on that one. Joseph um, finally scored. Joseph did, or Joseph, uh, uh, giving him 100 goals in his career. Uh, becoming the youngest player to do so in MLS history. So good for him. Um, interesting result to Montreal, Orlando. Montreal winning 2-0. Uh, don't call it a comeback, but are Montreal good? Question mark? Yeah, obviously they beat <laughs> us. <laughs> um, and then I think, um, I mean, the last kind of very interesting result for me was Vancouver, Minnesota. Uh, Vancouver winning 3-2 to um, at home. Uh are Vancouver good? Question mark. Um, it, it, you know, some some very interesting results this week for sure. So those are my those are my callouts. Nice. Uh, I only had two other ones besides that. Uh, yeah. Rapids scored more than one goal in a game. Hey. Uh, they, in fact, they beat the LA Galaxy three to one. Mm-hmm. Curious to see which team that says more about. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, I've, I I have kind of mentioned a few times that I think the Rapids are kind of like us. Uh, they're better, better than they are. They're worse, playing worse than they should be. Yeah. Um. Or maybe, maybe it's just Galaxy are really bad. The, Who knows? The some of their, there's some of their parts is better than their on-field performance. Exactly. Yeah. Um. The only other one I had, Austin scored in the 92nd minute to tie Portland. You oh get, yeah. Pull out a point there. there um. That was a good game to watch. That was kind yeah. of exciting. So. Uh, awesome. Well, let's uh before we move on to good, bad, and ugly, let's remind all the all the people out here of our impending fame you want to get on you want to get on board when we're still little not when we get huge um twitter ptw underscore pod again ptw like paint the wall ptw underscore pod on twitter uh you can search us on facebook if you want paint the wall podcast i don't think anybody ever does that most of our traction comes on twitter but uh, hit us up there we've got several new followers this past week so Uh, that has been fun. Also, give us a rating wherever you listen to these podcasts. Uh, yes, Google, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple. If Loving's fixed it yet? Question mark. Uh, uh, working on it. 
Uh, hit us up on one of those. Give us a rating. We would really appreciate it. It does help us out. Yes, uh, it absolutely does. All right, Logan, hit me with your good. Good. My good, um, I think, you know, best performance of the week, uh, easily the most impressive performance by any team this week, and clearly them sporting Kansas City getting their first win. Let's go. Yeah, we're right on track. Uh, we'll see you in the finals, I guess. Yep. When you look at the, um, you know, since week – uh, week 11, we are uh, leading the league in in points per game. We're tied with uh, everybody else who won. So, um, obviously a big result. Love it. Uh, my good is along those same lines, but I'm going to be a little bit more specific. Okay. Something I did not expect to do for a while. <laughs> okay. My good goes to Peter Vermees. I, yeah, that, I'm okay with that, honestly. Because I think he took... For the first time ever, of me being a fan at least, he took some criticism that he received, even though he said, oh, I didn't hear it. Nah, he heard it. Yeah, he heard it. Because we heard it in the press box, and we were further away from the culture yeah. than he was, so yeah. he heard it. Yeah. Um, he made some adjustments, played a little bit different lineup. I did hear, or saw on Twitter, uh, two things actually that I saw. One I'll bring up later um, when we do our preview for next week. Okay. Um, but I did see that, uh, I guess Rodoha was supposed to play. Okay, um, but he had an illness, so he oh. was a, he was like a last minute scratch. Interesting. Okay. Um, so hopefully he'll be back and play this week. But yeah. uh, either way, that still shows some different changes in the mm. thing. He went with a more attacking front when he went with Gotti and Tommy. For sure. Um, so and I've been seeing a lot of people say that Rodoja is apparently better than Remy Voltaire. I'm gonna have to see it to believe it. Right. But but uh, you know if he is, we're in good shape. Let me tell yeah. you. We're in good shape. Then I think yeah. we need to do what you were talking about. Put Remy at center back and let Rodoha play CDM yeah. and let's go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Peter took, you know, one of the things he did say in the press conference was that we were getting crosses into the box to nobody. We had nobody mm-hmm. in the box. Yep. This game, we had people in the box yeah, constantly. Right. We always had people there. So I think that was an adjustment that he made and it paid off. We got two goals. Absolutely. So I'm giving my good to Peter. I think he earned it. I totally, I could not agree more. I love it. Hit me with your bad. What did you not like? My bad. Um, this was an embarrassing performance by a team who came in heavily favored and honestly um, was playing the worst team in the league. Um, quite embarrassing that they lost uh, Seattle. That's Worst team in the league, huh? I don't know about, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, S- Seattle, you're at home. You're on national television. I mean, everything, stars align. You were the only game on town. And you lose two one to Sporting at home. Yikes! Sounds familiar though. They never beat us in Seattle. That is true. They well, except for when they beat us last year in Seattle. That's true, but and I think the season before. It's uh, it's pretty no, because we're, I think in the last four we've won three and draw drew one. I think they Maybe. showed before the game. So, something about that place, man. Even though we suck on turf, something <laughs> about that particular turf. I don't, don't know. I hate started. Seattle, so I, I just I love beating Seattle. I hate that there's turf in the in the MLS so much. It drives me up a I wall. hate that there's turf in sports, period, but especially in soccer. Yeah. It drives me nuts. But. I get it. I get why it's in that stadium in particular. I get why it's in NFL stadiums and why it'd be there. But Seattle have to figure out something else because turf should not exist. Agreed. Uh, which I think they'll have to figure something out because I think by 2026 they agreed um, the like part of the bid was that all the stadiums would be retrofitted with grass. Because yeah, turf I, is not allowed by FIFA. I think we are going to see a uh, 
with the next Players Association contract negotiation for the yeah. NFL, uh-huh. I think they're going to put something in that turf that there are no more turf fields. Mm. Um, so that will take care of you know Seattle and I th- I think there's one other team that plays. There's a couple I that think. plays uh, in a football stadium. I know there's like Atlanta, New York plays. In, yeah, is that I was gonna say is Atlanta? Is that where the yeah, Falcons Atlanta's, play too? That's Atlanta's the other turf. one I was thinking of. New York is where the Yankees play, so that one's that one is grass. But yeah, yeah, I think that'll help take care of some of that. So that's true. Very true. Oh, and the Revs. That's the other one I was thinking of. Oh yeah, um, that'll help take care of that, but. Um, anyway, right. my bad. Yeah. Uh, I went with LA Galaxy. Yeah. They're struggling like we are, but like they seem to still be more down. Where I know it's only one game, but there was a lot of promising things that happened in that game that show me right. more like, hey, we actually played like the team we are on paper. Mm-hmm. When I look at their team on paper, I'm like, well, they got Chicharito, and then they got, oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, you know, we were playing more like we look on paper, which I think mm-hmm. seems more promising. So. Yeah. Hopefully this is an uptick for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's my bad. I, okay. Galaxy are just, ugh. Yeah. Uh, what, was your, what was your ugly, and why was it the Bruce Lee kit for Seattle? Um, well, my ugly is not the Bruce Lee kit from Seattle because I personally don't have a problem with it. Um, my ugly was the LA Galaxy, but I'm going to have to pivot real quick. Um, my backup ugly uh, was actually Chicago. Um, Chicago losing 3-0 to Nashville. Um, that, uh, was not a pretty performance. It was, it wasn't even a good looking three. I mean, I I know there's no such thing as a good looking three nil loss, but I mean, you can do it looking better than that. They just never looked good the entire time. So, um, Chicago gets my ugly. Nice. Mine for the second time this year is going to go to Mother Nature because this time, rather than just delaying a game, she straight got it abandoned. She did. In the FC Dallas-St. Louis game. And St. Louis has been fun to watch, so I was looking forward to going back and watching watching yeah. that game. So yeah, uh, yeah, she she gets mine for just canceling a game. That's just rude. Yeah. they they uh, She also gets the extra vote for me because she made me have to Google what a ban means because oh, I've yeah. always just seen PS... TD, I think they always do. So, like, what does a ban mean? Yeah, well, I think it's they very confusing. Yeah, they abandon it. Like, it, it won't be replayed, so it's not a postponed. Yeah. It's just over. Which is, I don't, I don't know. I guess now that they have the whole points per game as a backup metric, they can do that now. Yeah, um, which and I hate because they they, they played that. most of the game, so I'm assuming it just went in as a draw. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I didn't do enough research into that. I just think maybe the game just doesn't count because it does because it would show a result. I think it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyway, um, all right. Well, let's uh, preview next week. Uh, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention that popped up on Twitter today uh, that I don't think will affect next week, and I probably should have brought it up at the beginning, but I forgot. So, uh, have you seen the news in the last like couple hours that Chivas? Might be trying to re-sign Mr. Alan Polito. I did. I also saw the following news um, that we are also trying to re-sign Alan Polito. Yes. To a contract uh, extension. But I guess Chivas is trying to pay us enough money that we will let that we will let him go in the summer window. Correct. Curious what your thoughts are on that, real quick, and then we will preview our two games for this week. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels really unfortunate, but it feels like this was the plan all along. Um, 
Polito comes to America, gets healthy, uh, and then Chivas signs him back again. So it, it feels like the writing's on the wall, like it's going to happen. Um, obviously, we do hold the cards because we do have him through the end of the season. Um, but if we can get a significant enough money where we can turn around and you know maybe buy a couple more players to fill because we do have a couple striker options. Um, I, I say that if we can get Agata back and if we can get the Agata back from last season, we have a couple options. Um, so I would rather see him not go. Um, considering the form that he's been in the last few weeks, he's looked decent. Um, he looks healthy and he looks like he's, we might finally get the Alan Plato that we were promised three years ago. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see what we can get out of him. And so I'd like to see him. I'd love it if we could re-sign him for another, you know, give us another season or two. But I have a feeling it's it's going to happen. I mean, it it feels like this was the plan all along from whether Polito intended to do this or if this is what Chivas wanted, but this seems like the plan all along. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I think it will depend on where we are in the table come summer. Yeah. If we're at the very bottom, yeah, we're absolutely going to sell them for a bunch of money and put that money back into the, well, we'll put some of that money back into the team and the rest of it into the UMB there you go. field level club. Perfect. Um, yeah. But personally, probably the sweets this time, but yeah. yeah. Um, I think if we're still competitive, which I'm hoping, still hoping we will be by the summer window that we will, we will retain him. Yeah. Uh, and then try to sign him at the end of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, unless he has a really good year, I hope we don't sign him at the end of the year. Uh, that's fair. I think he's expensive, and I think he's not worth it. It's um, hard It's hard to say that, though, because I don't think we've ever had a truly healthy Alan Polito. I think this guy has been broken since we got him. I think his leg was, was injured long before he came here. And they just forced him to play through it in Mexico. I mean, that's what they do in those leagues. They don't really stop for injuries unless it's like catastrophically bad. I mean, that's true. Um, so, but that's I, that's kind of to my point is that he's never been healthy, and I don't have literally any reason to believe he's ever going to be fully healthy. That's fine. Um, I mean, his best season was twenenty twenty one. He had fifteen starts and eight goals, three assists. Yeah. He only has fifteen goals. Yeah, that's true. This being his. I'll say fifth season. It's his sixth, but he sat out last season. So fifth season playing um, because he had – oh, I'm sorry. It is uh, not his fifth. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's his third. Well, this is the start of his fourth season playing with us. Oh, right, right, right. um, They listed playoffs and uh, 2021 regular season separate. I didn't realize they listed them separate until just now. I was like, what are you talking about? um, Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, he. I mean, he only has 15 goals in 32 starts, and that's just – why we're paying we're paying him so much money i mean aside from Kyrie, pretty much anybody on our uh, any striker on our on our team should be able to score that many goals for way less money so that's fair um i think it'll just depend on where we're at come the, that's fair the summer summer window but and i guess it depends on what he does between now and then i mean if he goes on a you know if he scores one goal a game i mean and you know, he's leading the Golden Boot race. Uh, it's obviously a very different conversation. Right, yeah. And now if it comes out that that uh, he actually is at really healthy now and he really is not injured anymore and he finally has a full season, then, yeah, let's re-sign him and let's get him while he's healthy. But yeah. who and knows? That's my thing. I think I think he is healthy. Um, I think that I think he, this is a surgery that should have happened a long time ago, probably you know five years ago. Yeah. And it just never happened because 
you know, just the culture is different down there. Yeah. Um, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to tell a player to stop for injury. And so they just pushed him off. And I think that, you know, that's why he was gone for such a long time as this team is truly invested in. Let's get him as healthy as possible. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. I think we'll see him. Well, let's uh, let's preview this week. We've got two games this week. Um, yeah. We've got a U.S. Open Cup game tomorrow, actually, because we're recording Correct. here on Tuesday. Um, first game that game is going to be against Houston in Houston. Yeah. Uh, Houston did uh, win their first round game one to nothing against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Um, they did tweet out some of their uh, some of their media guys tweeted out that they are not believed that they are going to play their starting eleven. Sure. Um, whereas I personally believe that we're going to play most of our starting 11. Probably not all of them, obviously, but I think yeah. we will play a few of them because we're still trying to figure out how to win games. Yeah. So, And this I, time we're actually playing an MLS team. So beating <laughs> an MLS team I think will help. So what do you think? Would, sure. well, how do you think that game goes tomorrow? Um, I mean, I, I do agree. I think we see a little bit more of a starting 11 than, than uh, Houston puts out there. Um, I do think we still see uh, John Polskamp. I think I think Peter's probably going to do the same thing he did last season in the Open Cup and just, John, Open Cup is yours. As far as we make it, those are your games, uh, which I am perfectly fine with. Important experience for a young player that is you know just going to help his development. Um, I think, I do think we are going to be able to score some more. Well, I think we will score a goal. Um, I think our defense will hold them to a goal. I think we'll go um, into extra time tied 1-1. Uh, and I think we'll go to PKs also still tied at 1-1. Um, and then I think uh, PKs are a toss-up. But I, I think that we can make it happen on PKs. Um, I think Johnny or uh, John will have picked up a few tips from Tim Melia and uh, take us through the PK victory. I 100% was fully prepared uh, to throw out maybe if we're lucky a two to one loss to Houston um, until I saw the uh, tweets about them not playing their starting 11. Yeah. I think that helps us. Um, sure. And I'm going to go two nil sporting. Oof. I wouldn't go that far, but that's fair. I'm, I'm assuming that we are going to, we're going to want um, maybe get some more time for Gotti because um, he's still trying to be healthy. So, Maybe, but at the same time, we do play again on Saturday, so maybe, right. I maybe we see. won't. But I, I think we don't see Gotti. I think he sits out. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going two, two nil Sporting. Perfect. Uh, then this weekend we play back in MLS action. We play Minnesota United. Yes, sir. Uh, they are eighth in the West. They are three, three, and four. Um, they back on April first. I'm going on a little journey here, real quick. Back on April first, they beat mm -hmm. C they beat St. Louis, not Seattle. Uh, one to nothing. But since then, in order from then until last week, uh, they lost to Orlando City two to one. Lost to Seattle one nothing. They beat Detroit City in the U.S. Open Cup three to one, three to one. Uh, then they drew with FC Dallas zero zero. And then last week they lost to Vancouver three to two. Okay. That's a lot of losing streak there in a row. It, it is. So it's a lot of not your, winning. What are your thoughts? Um, I. Minnesota is one of those teams that I mean, yeah, they're on a bad form, but they're historically they're a good, solid team. They're always kind of what I consider to be the benchmark of an average successful team in in the Western Conference. They always seem to find themselves right in the middle of the table um, whenever the playoffs roll around. So, I think Minnesota will st is still a solid team. Um, I think we go two two um, draw. 
two two draw. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty similar on this one, uh, but I went two to one SKC. I think we're going to find some decent form and we're going to build off of what we did last week and love it. We're going to win 2 to 1. Perfect. Um I still haven't went up and looked uh at the official rankings for you and I. <laughs> um however, technically from our last recording, neither one of us got a point. That is fair. However, I do want on the record that I texted you right when the game started and I said uh-huh. we're going to mess around and we're going to win this game 2 to 1 and that's exactly what we did. But Mm-hmm. wasn't an official prediction on the thing, but that did happen. Yeah, I will vouch for that. Um, I understand in my absence, Steve submitted a uh, completely wild prediction that was <laughs> not mine um, and set a 4-0 to zero prediction for uh, uh, Seattle. That is absolutely not my prediction. My official prediction was 3-0 sporting, which is far more of a realistic prediction, um, but still was wrong. You were going to predict 3-0 sporting? No, I'm sorry, 3-0 Seattle. Okay, so my official predi- my official entered prediction for you was only one goal different than your actual prediction. Yeah, but wildly different. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right, well, let's get these people out of here. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, again, yes. if you'll hit us up on Twitter, PTW underscore pod. Uh, give us a rating wherever you listen. We would really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Hopefully, Sporty can come away with a couple wins this week, and we can have another exciting podcast Ooh. next week where we can talk about two wins. Count them. Two wins. Let's hope. Ooh, buddy. Logan, have a good week. I hope you get to feeling 100% so that next week you're in it to win it, my good dude. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Have a good week, everybody. See you guys.